Let me begin my homily today by asking you to join me in doing something. I ask you to join me in saying a word together. The word is unclean. Ready? Unclean. Say it again. Unclean. One more time. Unclean. Very good. Now you might say, Father Ray, why did we do that? Well, very simply, it's because according to the reading we just heard from Leviticus chapter 13, that's what lepers are supposed to do. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, the one who bears the sore of leprosy shall cry out, unclean, unclean. As long as the sore is on him, he shall declare himself unclean, since he is in fact unclean. He shall dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. Perhaps you didn't realize that you were a leper since your skin is perfectly healthy. Maybe with a few wrinkles or blemishes, but we won't count those. But other than that, your skin is perfect. Well, the fact is, my brothers and sisters, there's more than one way to be a leper in today's world. There are, of course, the physical kind of lepers. People who are afflicted with what's called Hansen's disease, like the man who was healed by Jesus in today's gospel story. But there are also what you might call social and cultural lepers. That is to say, people who are marginalized, people who are discriminated against, people who are even sometimes actively persecuted in a particular society. Well, if you happen to be a devout Catholic, a serious Catholic, and you want to be free in the United States of America in 2012 to fully practice your faith and to express your faith the way it should be expressed, if you're one of those people, and I pray you are, then the sad reality is, in modern America, you are one of these social and cultural lepers. And you know what? It's about time that we all faced this reality and started dealing with it. Because it's probably only going to get worse. Now the whole reason I'm speaking about this tonight is because of what's been going on in our country in recent weeks. It's because of the horrific attack on religious freedom and conscience rights that was made by the Obama administration last August and was reaffirmed just a couple of weeks ago. Now, I don't care what side of, the, side of the aisle you are on politically. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you care about your rights as an American citizen, especially the right that you have to practice your faith, the right that you have to be here tonight, if you care about that right, then you ought to be upset. And I mean really upset. This is a perfect example of how Catholics and other religious people are being treated like lepers these days, maybe even worse than lepers. In case you've missed the news, the problem is with the new health care bill known to most people as Obamacare. According to the way the law was written originally, Catholic institutions will be required in the very near future to violate the moral teachings of the church. They will have to violate the teachings of the church. There will be no respect, as there always has been in the past, for religious freedom 
and the rights of conscience. Archbishop Timothy Dolan of New York, who's going to be made a cardinal very soon, he said this recently in a column he wrote for the Wall Street Journal. The Obama administration has refused to exempt religious institutions that serve the common good, including Catholic schools, charities, and hospitals, from its sweeping new health care mandate that requires employers to purchase contraception, including abortion-producing drugs, and sterilization coverage for their employees. Now, when the administration first proposed this mandate last August, many religious groups, Catholic and non-Catholic, protested. Even some people who have no faith whatsoever protested. As Archbishop Dolan said in his piece that he wrote for the Wall Street Journal, those men and women, even without any religion, understood that their beliefs could be next on the block. You see, once one freedom is taken away, usually others follow. Just ask people who lived in Nazi Germany. The Archbishop, soon to be Cardinal, noted in his column that religious freedom is, quote-unquote, the lifeblood of the American people and the cornerstone of American government. He said, when the Founding Fathers determined that the innate rights of men and women should be enshrined in our Constitution, they so esteemed religious liberty that they made it the first freedom, the first freedom in the Bill of Rights. Archbishop Dolan went on to quote George Washington and James Madison, both of whom fiercely defended the rights of conscience. Almost every president has done that in the past. As Madison, the author, the author of the First Amendment, said, Conscience is the most sacred of all property. Well, apparently, according to the current administration, Madison's words no longer apply to people like us. But I guess that's what happens when you're a social and cultural leper. That's what happens to you. Our own bishop, Thomas Tobin, was even more blunt about it all. He wrote something just a couple of weeks ago. He said this, the ruthless decision, that's a pretty strong word, isn't it? Ruthless. The ruthless decision of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to impose mandatory coverage for sterilizations and contraceptives upon private insurance programs, including those offered by the Catholic Church, is an unprecedented, outrageous, and unacceptable attack on religious freedom and the moral life and ministry of the Church. In practical terms, the imposition of this mandate could mean that Catholic institutions will no longer be able to provide health insurance for their own employees. I'm sure my secretary is going to love to hear that. My DRE, my principal, the teachers who teach in my school. My brothers and sisters, we need to contact our representatives in Washington and let them know how upset we are about this. And that the president's quote-unquote compromise yesterday is totally unacceptable. Because all it does is mandate that the church pay for these things indirectly. It was a very clever ruse. In case you missed that on the news, because of the uproar this has caused, even within his own party, a lot of the Democrats are breaking with him on this, including John Kerry. 
But because of all that hoopla, the president said on Friday that now insurance companies and not the church herself are going to have to pay for abortions and for contraception. I'd like to ask the president, how, sir, will these insurance companies get all this extra money they need to pay for these services? What are they going to do, dip into their profits? <laughs> he doesn't know how they operate, does he? They're going to jack up premiums to the church and to you. So the church will still pay, only indirectly. The contact information for our representatives, along with Bishop Tobin's statement on the matter, can be found as an insert to today's bulletin. Please take your bulletin. I don't want to see any bulletins in the pews after Mass today. If you leave your bulletin in the pew, it tells me you don't care about this. You don't care about your rights being taken away. And please act. Contact these people. Because if we don't take this seriously and take appropriate action, you can be sure that our situation as lepers is only going to get worse. I'll give the final word today to the great Archbishop, soon to be Cardinal Dolan. The Catholic Church defends religious liberty, including freedom of conscience for everyone. The Amish do not carry health insurance. The government respects their principles. Christian scientists want to heal by prayer alone. And the new health care reform law respects that. Quakers and others object to killing even in wartime. And the government respects that principle for conscientious objectors. By its decision, the Obama administration has failed to show the same respect for the consciences of Catholics and others who object to treating pregnancy as a disease. This latest erosion of our first freedom should make all Americans pause. When the government tampers with a freedom so fundamental to the life of our nation, one shudders to think what lies ahead. Lord Jesus, we pray today for our president and for all those involved with this policy, this unjust policy. We pray that you will touch their minds and touch their hearts with your truth so that they will come to respect the religious freedom and the conscience rights of every American citizen without exception and so that they will stop treating Catholics like unclean lepers. Amen. Amen.